MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers on Wednesdays for win total Wednesday. Tomorrow, place a wager on any NFL or college team on a season win total. You get a $10 free bet. Head to betrivers.com or download the app all season long. Great odds, great house specials and promotions. Your go to sportsbook, Bet Rivers, whole new game. Love our next guest. Um, he's dynamite. He is the king of the castle. He is the master of his domain, and he is the mover of markets. My God. Uh, Adam Chernoff, the great Adam Chernoff, NFL better and handicapper, joins us now. Good morning, pal. How are you today? I was doing well until I woke up, and they always say, don't check your phone before a certain time in the morning because you'll react. And you guys... You guys changed for me this morning after the entourage slander, which was completely unneeded and oh, unnecessary. And I was I was shocked that producer Dustin let that on the air. That was uh, way too far. Way too far. Oh, God. Especially after du- me. D- Dustin said it's his favorite show of all time, by the way. Uh, he, he's he's a lot closer to the truth than you guys were. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, just, I, don't yeah. tell me. Don't tell me you're a better call. Saul is on equal footing with uh, Breaking Bad guy either. I'll throw you out. Oh God, no. Okay, no. but I think from the entourage standpoint, the it, the concept was you're doing great things with your friends. That was the key of the show, and I agree it should have ended after season five when they went to Italy, but it went on too long. It's one of those shows that went too far. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the the stance you guys took was just that was offensive. <laughs> Offensive. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
It is unfortunate that we only have one more Monday morning left in the preseason next week. You know, to watch all this stuff happen live on the air yesterday was something. Uh, most, in fact, Adam, as you know, most Las Vegas sports books didn't even post until like mid to late morning. Uh, they took a long time. They're like, why, were, why are we going to put this up right now? There's no point in that. But, okay, so what did you like yesterday when the numbers were first, you know, populating the board? Uh, what do you maybe still like today? And what, what info kind of caught your eye at this point already? Okay, so the, the latter part of that where still like today is tough. But I will say yesterday, as soon as the numbers hit the board, there were kind of two issues at hand sportsbooks had to deal with. The first was that there was a lot of uncertainty about who would play and who wouldn't. That comes with preseason. But there was also this big adjustment in the totals. And so the average last week was about 32 and a half. That got adjusted up. And now this week at the Open, we were north of 40. There's a lot of trouble for books setting totals. The one I really loved yesterday morning at Open was the Minnesota Vikings. And they opened at a pickup. And there were a lot of books that even had him as like plus one. This game moved within about seven minutes all the way to a field goal. So I was betting Minnesota at better than three, but I also sent it out at three because there's an interesting sort of thing developing where Shanahan was just furious with the league because the Niners got scheduled for three preseason games in 12 days. And he's like, I don't want to play anyone. I want no part of this. Changed his tune, played everyone in the first game. Everything this game points to him sitting. The Vikings got hit with the COVID news for Kirk Cousins. That changed O'Connell's entire plan. He's a new head coach. This is their last chance at home to have any game experience before the Packers week one of the regular season because they go on the road. So I think it's a conflicting angle here with the Vikings play everyone. The Niners sit everyone out of spite for the schedule and prep for week three. And so that number needed to move. It's way too high right now. Uh, it's got out of control. But it's probably a game where if we do see all of this news confirmed, it probably settles at five or six where it is right now. It's a huge mismatch. So that was the one that really stood out to me yesterday. But at, at five, again, it's tough to do preseason stuff. Like to give everyone yeah. something widely available, but with how much this is moving, it's yeah. just hard. Yeah, there, good breakdown. Yeah, Baltimore laying seven. I mean, it's okay, but it's it's twenty one in a row and nineteen and two ATS. So I can see the books like, okay, now, now you want to get nuts? Okay, we're going to put up a seven in a prime time game with the Ravens on TV. How about the what the Giants are laying? Huge numbers for both, and both of those are fueled by the fact that the Bengals are not playing any starters. Taylor came out and said we're playing nobody. And there's the same thing for Kingsburg. He said, we're not playing any of our starters. Um, the Ravens are a team that because of their scheme and because of how sort of similar stylistically quarterbacks one, two, and three on that roster are, they have a lot of continuity within their offense. And so there is something the Harbaugh really trying and wanting to win these games, but it's also really easy for this team on offense to go from first string, second string, third, third string against backup defenders because the offensive scheme stays really really similar so i i think seven i mean it was it's way too high but um it's mm -hmm. i have preseason on the road you're laying seven i don't know who's running to bet baltimore in that spot giants may be a, a little bit different of a scenario because you have day ball as the new head coach really trying to implement that offense taylor and the Bengals they just want no part of it they want to get through it healthy and move on so that number for the giants maybe potentially I, I would say it's more interesting to bet than the Ravens. I couldn't touch the Ravens this week, um, but just with how little the Bengals want to do with any of this, 
Uh, the Giants are five and a half. I'm not saying to bet it, but it's if you have to pick between the two, it's it's the much better bet by far. Yeah, uh, Adam, this time of year, I definitely am not envious of bookmakers. I would rather be the person betting and getting the information because posting these numbers early cannot be easy. But I was very surprised, and we said this live on the air yesterday, when the Bills opened up like a point or a point and a half dog at home. And now look at where that number is sitting today. It just, that again, probably out of control at this point, but that's like, that's a touchdown flip right now. It is. And the Bills in some ways are kind of like the mini Ravens. They've won nine in a row. McDermott now has full control over that team with Dayball out as the OC. So it's kind of like McDermott's way, which is very intense. His practices all preseason have been very intense. And he's out there legitimately pushing in a similar way to Harbaugh is to get a result in all of these games. We saw it very much against the Colts uh, with that wild comeback. And so that, like you said, it opened up the Broncos a slight favorite. Hackett, the coach for Denver, said that he doesn't expect to see Russell Wilson because the risks outweigh the rewards due to his experience. So I don't see a situation where the Broncos change tune on the road and go out of their way to play Wilson or any of the starters. And so just depth chart-wise, skill-wise throughout, the Bills have a big edge here, but there's also quite a significant coaching edge too. So like you said, numbers got out of control. It was something I took earlier, and it's just it's it's hard to have picks the day after here um, given out. But I think the Bills there uh, is much better and much more interested in this game than the Broncos overall. Anything else you like or anything you played yesterday? I would – Put out a couple more things. So in terms of teams that we know are not playing the starters, the Colts fall into that category. And the Broncos fall into that, or the Browns, pardon me, fall into that category too. And so we're going to have to wait here to learn a little bit more about the Eagles and a little bit more about the Lions. Uh, that news may come as early as today. The Lions are interesting because if they don't end up playing golf in the starters, we're looking at a situation where we have a game that's priced at 42 and a half with not very good backups taking the field. Mm -hmm. So if the Lions do play their starters, which I wouldn't put it past Campbell to do, then this line, especially on the total, is a lot more justified. But um, that's really what I'm waiting for this morning and this afternoon is to know more about the Lions. And then one other thing that I would point out is a game that hasn't moved at all and it's one of two on the board that hasn't moved, is the Tampa Bay-Tennessee game. And so Tom Brady's not even at camp right now, and Bowles had no interest whatsoever in playing the starters uh, last week. So whether or not he does this week will be interesting to see. I'm leaning towards them not playing anybody, and we've heard nothing out of Tennessee's camp. So that could be a situation where, again, it would be really quickly moving, that's kind of the, the model of preseason is once we hear news, it moves very quickly. Yep. But if there's any Titans news where you see the Titans starters playing, that is a game that is probably going to end up in a similar spot to the Buffalo-Denver game where the Titans will move to about a three-and-a-half or a four-point favorite. Right now, that's sitting at two-and-a-half. So that's really what I'm watching for this morning. It'll be a rush to get it, but those are two that are still sitting out there. Not a lot of movement on the total in the first, the side in this Titans game watch out for those ones. There still could be an edge there. Adam, about 90 seconds here. Have you added anything else in terms of future bets, win totals, yes, no playoff props, week one games, anything like that? 
I don't believe we spoke about it last time. Justin Jefferson, off- Offensive Player of the Year. There was uh, a podcast I did last week on the Vikings, and I put everything together. And the big thing that stood out to me was O'Connell speaking about how excited he is to have these guys within the offense. But prior to last week, Jefferson had a lot of stuff in camp and just before where he's like, I understand how Cooper Cup had the season he did last year. O'Connell was Cup's offensive coach. He's like, you're just wide open. There's so much space. I mean, the difference between the Vikings offense a year ago and what we're dealing with this year is night and day. And I could be more excited to be within this offense. And the Minnesota's a team I'm very high on overall. But what O'Connell's going to bring to this offense just lends itself so well to Jefferson having a massive year. So from the offensive player of the year perspective, 20 to 1 for Justin Jefferson, I think is just a terrific bet on a number that's way too long. So yeah. I think it's a huge year for Jefferson that could honestly threaten some of the numbers that Cup put up a year ago uh, if he's able to stay healthy the entire season. Huge year for him in Minnesota. I'm so on board. Really good bet there. Yep, I have the same bet. You have a lot going on. Uh, so promote what you, the Simple Handicap is the name of the podcast. Get that wherever podcasts are available. You're on Twitter at Adam Shirtoff, covers.com. What else? Yeah, the Simple Handicap every single morning now through Super Bowl. I'll be with you looking at the market and teams. And then over at Covers, we're doing release shows with the guy at Red Angle Sport. We also have Brad Powers on starting next Saturday for college football shows. Those are going to move a ton. So a lot going on there where everybody can bet together. A couple thousand on the stream betting together. It's a lot of fun. So those will be frequent throughout the preseason and regular season too. Very cool, man. Keep up the great job. Thanks for the time as always. Thanks very much, guys. That's it. Thanks, Be good. There you go. We'll recap last night's betting action with win-lose coming up next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All right, uh, the Rays beat the Yankees and shut them out 2-1. to one. I don't know, Hicks played it like a hand grenade in center field on the fly ball, which led to the first run. They had the bases loaded, hit into a double play. My God, this is something. I mean, they, they were so great. They were killing it for much of the season. Now they've three lost. Months. Yeah, now they've lost 11 of 14, and the bats have gone silent. Game two of a doubleheader. Tigers break their losing streak. They were plus 175 and beat Cleveland. Orioles plus 140. Marlins, lower than that was my mistake. Plus 125. Uh, they shut out the Padres. And take a peek at this with the news coming out over the weekend. Sports fans on Christmas definitely win some. You get a triple header in the NFL. Packers, Dolphins, Broncos, Rams, Buccaneers, Cardinals. There are five games that day in the NBA. According to reports, Bucks, Celtics, 76ers, Knicks, Suns, Nuggets. LeBron goes to Dallas to take on Luka and Memphis and Golden State. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of sports on Christmas. And the trash talking already started between John Morant and Draymond Green. Yes. And I'm guessing point spreads are already up for Christmas Day games or will be up probably today for the NBA. Very good. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos. Always want to check out the tweets. This one's awesome. This guy is so creative. The dog says, to hell with you. I'm going to play fetch by myself. I don't need you humans. Keeps the ball, goes all the way down the steps. Ball comes down. Give me that. Grabs it and runs right back up. <laughs> Keeps it there. Places the ball. Goes, okay. And let me get a head start. And then he goes down. And here it comes. Down the steps. It gave me that again. And it goes up. It's like playing slinky when you were younger. I was going to say the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Very good. 
All right, here we go again. You know, it's always fun. You walk the dog. They love it. But sometimes they just, why are you embarrassing me? Guy goes out for the daily walk and the dog shuts it down saying, I'm tired. I've had enough. He just lays down on the sidewalk and that's it. He goes, all right, fine. You want to be like that? He walks away <laughs> from him and he's not, he's not moving. He goes, that's it. No more walk for me. Look at this. And he rolls over, rub my belly. And someone's recording it across the way. Right on the sidewalk here. There you go. Lift yeah. me up, please. I've had enough. Paulie, it is Period. inevitable. Whenever I take our uh, rescue dog for a walk, yeah. at some point, she just hits the skids. That's it. Really? There is no more. And it goes from like a nice jaunt to uh, hits the brakes. I got to carry you the rest of the way. Wow. It's so strange. That is something. Yeah. That is good. Look at the cat. The maneuver by the cat here. Out at the park and then uh, making the move. Jumps on the guy and goes right into the backpack as he sees the dog coming <laughs> and he gets away. Look at this sneaky move. Jumps up in the bag. There you go. <laughs> no one sees me, right? <laughs> Maybe take a little nap or avoid a confrontation yeah. at the park. Hey, that could get out of control. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Runs right into the backpack. That is great. U.S. amateur tea times over the weekend. Someone was a big fan, had a sense of humor. They put Costanza, Kramer, and Newman together in the same group. Here we go. Deliberate, right? That's right. Hey, creative. Had to do it when you see those last names. <laughs> yeah. Had to do it. Lose some. Marlins. Well, they won, but it's 16 in a row now. Three earned runs or fewer. Got yeah. too early, and that was it. They That's all get, he needed. They couldn't get the four in a row. I mean, who knows how long this streak is now. Going into it was 1979, but 16 in a row. Hmm. Now with the three earned or fewer, three runs or fewer, uh, what they've scored. The A's have lost nine in a row, and the Yankees have lost eight of ten and eleven of fourteen. Oh, they're freaking out, and rightfully so in New York. Excellent. Lose some. Miles Brennan. Well, I'll give the kid credit. Uh get to the Brennan in a second. In light of what happened yesterday, this was a good tweet. It just occurred to me, Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld dated Walter White and Saul Goodman. That's right. I forgot I forgot Odenkirk played the doctor before he was a doctor. I just watched that episode three yeah. weeks ago. Probably. And then when he becomes a doctor, he dumps her. Dumps her. Gets rid of her. Yeah. It was always my dream that when I become a doctor, I get rid of my girlfriend and find somebody new. Yeah. What, um, what, what an actor. What, what range by uh, Cranston playing Tim Watley. Oh, so good. Come yes. on. And I think every Seinfeld fan on the planet, including myself, pissed themselves for not realizing this before this tweet. So great job Absolutely. by Justin for coming uh, up with that. Yes, and then the Brennan tweet uh, about the tweet about Brennan that he is uh, he's done with college football. He signed deals with Raising Canes. Good move. Get the extra toast. Smoothie King, small sliders. He didn't play a single game, but because deals can't be based on performance, he keeps all the money. And look at that deal. Not going to blame the kid for a second. No, sure, that's right. And one bad beat. Angels Mariners under six and a half, two two in the ninth, six two final. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in, get a twenty percent profit boost on MLB every Tuesday. Learn more, betrivers.com. There you go. I forgot one too. Win some. Well, Liverpool Crystal Palace draw five to one. That whole wow, back to back draws That's for right. Liverpool. They also were a man down and a man sent off, and then rallied to get the draw. Yeah. Woo. Man City, uh, it looks like a cakewalk so far. Okay, so we talked about this earlier, uh, a couple hours ago. And it's up right now, the entire video, at VSIN Live on Twitter, based on last night's series finale of Better Call Saul. We're not going to tell you what happened. It's very. It's not even 12 hours removed from the show airing, what, actually. What would you give it? Number one, what's the season grade, and what was last night's grade? I didn't care for the season. Yeah, I didn't either. Here's the thing. C, maybe. There there were good episodes. Yes. 
you can convince me last night's episode was good. I didn't. I did not care for the direction. The fine. I, I buddy of mine put it perfectly. What they did to Lalo in the first episode that that should have been the final episode of the season. Yeah, and they could have played with the time frame that way, the timeline that the, way. The, the third, the, the third episode. That's it. So the third, second of the last episode at all time was this Cinnabon uh, Wall antics show with Gene and the Brat. Yeah. I can't believe they did that. I, I still can't get up. What the hell are they doing? So here are my the the five shows that I have watched that on top five Tuesday here. I liked, but I wanted to like a lot more in reverse order here from five to one. Uh, the wire was number five and I explained it all. It's up there earlier. Entourage number four, true detective number three, better call Saul. And then Ozark is number one on shows that I like, but I wanted to like a lot more. Um, I just, it, to me, it's not even again, not even, you can't even compare it to breaking bad. Good show. Not all-time show. When Anthony Hopkins reaches out to Brian Cranston and says, it's one of the best performances he's ever seen, I'll take that dude's word uh, for Bing, it. Hello. Bingo. Yeah. Good so, call. Some of the reaction we're getting, um, yep. this is incredible. Robert, his top five shows he want every single one in his top five, The Sopranos. And he said, Tony's mom ruined every single episode. And he explains... Mrs. Soprano was like a mirror image to my mother, and I couldn't stand it. I tried to watch the show at least five times over the years. I could not get past her. Even tried to fast-forward through her scenes, but she is too integral to the pl- uh, plot. It, it literally kills me because everybody else has watched the series except for me. Well, she, she's not, it's not that long. I couldn't stand that, her. I hated her character. Yeah. But I can well, understand that. Yeah, if that's I, his yeah. mom in real life, then you can't. there's no yeah, way you can yeah. put up with that. Yeah. Uh, 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 Mahershala... And Steven Dorff were fantastic in True Detective 3. Season 3? Yep. Two, maybe, was, two was trash, as you mentioned. Maybe one day I'll bust. Yeah, yep. season 2, just, I mean. You will like season 3. Uh, this is going to be a very common response. And I never watched the show, but Todd is the first of many saying Homeland. Oh. And he points out season 1 yeah. was so, people tell me season 1 of Homeland is like all-time yeah. good, yeah. right? Went off the rails? And he said. Okay. He suffered through each subsequent season he was never able to get past the absurdity of a cia agent sleeping with the terrorist and that's Daniel I, Lewis. I, heard, I heard the same i heard the same thing that the show went downhill and that's everybody says the same thing oh okay right yeah so that, that and we're getting homeland a lot from twitter um email again ftm at vcin.com but i will tell you paulie uh based on my timeline last night people absolutely loved what Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan did with the final episode. I saw someone called it a 10 out of a 10. Another person said, that's exactly how you need to finish a show. Um, viewers reached out to me and said, it was incredible. And another person said, um, man, I wish I could get there like this person did. But he called the final, I'll get the tweet here in a second. He basically called the final se- season perfection yeah, one of the best seasons of TV ever. No complaints, none. Yep, teach his own. Sure, I'm not, I, yep. look, if you loved it that much, good for you. Yeah, I, don't, I, just, I don't see how you can get there with that. I mean, compare that to Breaking Bad. It, 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 it's a one against a 16 seed. It is, yeah. How they handled it and, and how good up. You know, one thing, they really take their time. I, I think it's overboard how drawn out the show was. And people really love that about the show. Right, but but. It's, right, but it's, uh, you know. I can't believe how much they spent on Gene in Nebraska. Yeah, I know. I will tell you other shows that I considered that hit the cutting room floor, shows that I liked, but right. I really wanted to like them. The Simpsons. Yeah. First of all, way too many seasons. Yeah. 
Um, did you ever get into Americans? I did. It's good. That's you, what I, I never, I, I gave up because I'm, I'm so far behind, but I hear great things about that show too. You need to pay attention to every second yeah, of every okay. single show. Okay. Also, like I'm halfway through Six Feet Under, I think is outstanding. And people have, and if you Google this, people tell you it's the best finale to ever show ever made, Six Feet Under. I also pondered Sons of Anarchy. Liked it, didn't like it as much as a lot of other people. It just got All to right. be too much for me. All right. So anyway, there's my list. Up next, we'll look at uh, today's fascinating card in Major League Baseball from a betting perspective. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. College football guide is out. NFL guide drops next week. Bet smarter this football season with profiles on every team, trends, power ratings, win total recommendations, Heisman talk, good breakdown, top 10 games from Adam Kramer, Mackinac uh, insight as well with power rankings. And the only way to get access to this year's betting guides, become an all-access subscriber, get the discounted football special, and access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for $175 or joint for $40 a month. Vsin.com slash subscribe. There is a uh, chance I'm going to sit back and watch every pitch of the White Sox Astros tonight. All right. With Good Verlander fun. and Cease. Good fun. It kind of reminds me of, uh, well, Matt Vaskersian brought up an example from 2018 between two pitchers this late in the season. I can remember when, like, Lincecum was in his prime and Randy Johnson was still just blowing people away and we would have a total of, like, five and a half. I, I can recall totals of five and a half. And uh, just, you know, you have those are brilliant pitch, pitching matchups. And that's why I love playoff baseball when we finally get there is that I would take 2-1. Yeah. Like the, the Smoltz-Jack uh, Morris game is maybe my favorite game of all time or one of them. Iconic. Iconic. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they've won six in a row at home now. Big win yesterday. I'd say. And see, you know, the only two back now are Cleveland. And uh, doable schedule if they survive this tough stretch for Chicago. And just, if not now, when? I mean, let's go. But if we have a one nine four. And a one-one-four whip, and then Verlander with a one-eight-five and a whip under one. I mean, uh, Maddie thinks it's over, based on all the t- good point too about how much time he had off and then the age. But uh, if Cease can ex- extend this record here, the other thing is, what are the White Sox going to do offensively? I mean, they are really struggling with the bats. So I mean, it, it, it screams two-one, but then again, we've seen this before. Well, they were. I mean, let's be honest here. They were fortunate to you know. put together a nice big inning yesterday, late to come back and win that game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yep. But I'm not going to bet the game. I, I don't see any, unless you just, but seven, Paul, you want to do a first five under three or three and a half? Juiced in various ways. I don't know. I think I just sit back and watch it tonight. Uh, do you want to take a crazy high price on the Orioles? Manoa's going and I he's know. at home. Here we go. Okay. this He's superb. Yep. But again, I was on Baltimore last night at plus 140. Well, it's uh, plus 180 or even higher than that as we speak. There's something going on here. There's just, it doesn't make any sense. You One thing you could say, okay, well, guess what? Barrios and Kikuchi have been disappointments. But now the bat's going silent. It's like the Yankee thing. Well, you can't miss Stanton that much. I mean, there's too much firepower on this team, Toronto and the Yankees, to struggle like this and have fits once you're supposed to be playing your best ball. Uh, and, and, and what Toronto's, and, and the, come on, compare them to Baltimore. Please. Orioles are five and two against them. Their magic number's four. When they get four plus runs, they're twenty-five and four. And now we'll see if uh, Kramer can pull one off here. 
and pull off the upset. But now you look up in these crazy standings. I mean, it's just a mess where you can make a case for five teams here sneaking in. Sure. And, and who's going to get that final wild card? I don't. And I'm I'm to the point now, sixty-one and fifty-three. I'm not sure. I can't sit here today and say the Blue Jays are making the playoffs. I can't because the schedule's too tough. What's the latest uh, latest that you saw on a yes no for them? I looked at what I looked the other day, and I think it was uh, the take back was plus three fifty. Okay, four to one, something like that. Okay, on the no, the it seems like the Blue Jays have a different season, like every two weeks, right? Like, hey, look at this. Guerrero's hot. Here's a big winning streak. And everybody, Hernandez goes deep again. The pitching's there. And then all of a sudden, that ends. The bats go silent. And the pitching's bad again. Brios had a very good July. Since then, PU. Mm -hmm. Kikuchi, completely untrustworthy. Yep. That's why I think the door's really open here. Definitely for the team that doesn't win, as I've said many times, but the team that doesn't win the AL Central. Because what Tampa and Toronto have to face from a scheduling standpoint, and now... With Seattle getting a big win with the rally in the ninth inning, they made it past their t- their schedule. I mean, other than there's a there's a one game against one series against Atlanta and San Diego, but other than that, it's you're taking on teams with a losing record. I'm seeing it right like, now. There is a I think there's a stretch against Cleveland, but it's just a cakewalk for Seattle the rest of the way. The yes no playoff uh, props are up at DraftKings. The no on the Blue Jays right now is plus three ninety. That, to me, that's a good value. I mean, what was that number a month ago? You're right. Okay. Schedule, right. And the same, like we said with Matt Vasgersian. Oh. I mean, you think the week ago, you know what? The Padres might miss the playoffs. What? Come on. They just got solo. And then with the Tatis suspension, and now they're throwing Manea. I mean, come on. You trust him today? I doubt it. You know, they couldn't get Sandy going. They blew a four, three-run lead against the Nationals. They have nine left against the Dodgers, who they can't beat, and have lost 17 and 19 against. I mean, to me, by the way, over here, you know, Milwaukee, who's struggling, you know, they're playing nobody in September. St. Louis, tough at home, playing nobody in September. Phillies, garbage schedule. Atlanta, please, they're making it. That was a big win last night, and plus they're so damn good. I just, I think there's definitely a path here where they missed the playoffs. How has Minaya been this bad? I know. I yeah, just, we have it, almost five. It just, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Okay, I mean, in theory, again, that pitching staff is supposed to be damn good, but again... You know, I'll credit, uh, you know, Mike Palm from here at Circa and Avisen. He called this probably like a couple weeks ago, at least, when he, he said, who's going to be the number no, one right. guy for the Padres? And they, he's like, oh, it's got to be Blake Snell. Rock solid. And Snell's been very good. I'm You're seeing right. four to one right now on the Padres to miss the playoffs. Okay. And the other one, too, because they... they uh, oh, oh, side note, by uh, the way, Cabrera for the Marlins he's has been, good. been he's going, yep, pretty that's good. Yep, that's, the, uh, that's who's going, right? And the tonight, and the other one, now that they've won, uh, they've won seven to nine now, you know, the Giants are only five and a half back. But I also have to put them on that list because the Padres have a ton of games remaining against them too. So that's going to be no gimme. Yep. How this could work out down the stretch. Uh, the other one, Mets. Yeah, it happens, right? Uh, bad showing, roughed up in Atlanta. 31-9 and off a loss, though. Best record in baseball. And they're uh, plus $1.25 today going against Atlanta. Good job by the Braves. They lost four out of five in the, against New York. Everyone said division over. Here we go. It's going to be tough. Then the long winning streak immediately follows. Beat the Red Sox, sweep the Marlins, and then clubbed the Mets yesterday, but 31-9 off a loss. Incidentally, Verlander 16-5 to the under this year. Morton 16-5 to the over. And Morton's going against Walker in that game. You know, Strider was uh, pretty damn good last night. Had to have mm-hmm. it. Was good. Um, Run support helped. 
It did. But funky rain delay early, yes. But also, we pointed out, like, the walks were super high in his first two starts, and the BABIP was 550. And he actually talked about the BABIP to the media yes. against the Mets, which called, is crazy. Called them lucky, yes. So Michael Harris has been, like, hot. Uh, Strider now and Harris each minus 110. It is a pick mm. to win the National League Rookie of the Year at several books. And, in fact, nobody else is even close. O'Neill Cruz uh, is 50-1 to 1 now. He's the next guy on the board. Oh, okay. That's all right. Yep. So it's between those two players right now. All right. And then how do you feel about your Reds bet? Reds are 45 and 69. What I are did they, the not, math on this the other day. 1 and 12 now or 1 and 13 when minor starts. Uh, the Phillies couldn't cover the run line. That surprised me. I uh, only got four runs off them. But, I mean, I, it screams Phillies again today. I mean, this guy, this guy they just called up, he got roughed up. The Mets obliterated him. So the, uh, you'd think the Phillies, Phillies team total over. And the and Philly's on the run line here. Yeah. I, I just think they're they're so hot right now, and and the Reds are really in a funk, and they just don't have much. The, the guy, the guys they're throwing, especially this this guy they're throwing today, Philly should be able to do what they want offensively. Although I thought that yesterday only got four, but they got yeah. the win though. Yeah, team total five and a half today. Yeah, for the Phillies. So that that's certainly a high. You got to get to six to win yeah. that bet. Then that's tough to do. Uh, would you do the? Would you? Yeah. How much about the go? Reds? Yeah. Okay. They have to so. Go? They need to play uh, just a little bit under 500. I have under 60, 67 and a half. Or I'm sorry, under 67 bets. That was from early May. They were 3-22. and 22. I'm like, this team's going to lose 100 games. And then mm-hmm. they have played pretty good baseball, you know, in stretches this year. To Now, basically, it's just shy of 500 to beat me. But when William Hill reposted that number this week, they put up 67 again. Mm-hmm. So it's going to come down to the wire. And their schedule, i got to be honest, I was looking at it yesterday. The schedule is not exactly that difficult. So they can be feisty here in some of the, but I need good teams like this to win games. I need the Phillies, you know, to beat sweep them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of business for me here. Mm-hmm. A little TCB action. <laughs> yes. do, you, do you want to grab the Dodgers yeah. plus money? I like the Brewers. Oh, you like the Brewers? And they're, Woodruff. they're taking money. I, I, I think it's for a reason. Yep. Yep. They are. They get one here. Let's see. They moved to a dollar 26 here at Circa earlier this morning. That's about an hour ago. Yeah. Right now, DraftKings, Milwaukee, minus 130. They've done this before, too. I mean, what's the motivation now? What is it, a 17-game lead in the division? So yeah, they had that stinker Sunday against the Royals, and I, th- I think Milwaukee will do enough offensively, and Woodruff has been great at home, and, and uh, they'll pull out the win. Because, I mean, it's like they put the best record prop back up, too. That's like 5 $6 now. Yeah. The, the, I just have the most. I mean, they're on pace for 113 wins or something stupid. But Mets still big Met, number, 8-10-1? to yes. I think they yeah. were the, I think it's, uh, in that range, but I think there's still a chance with the Mets because September's so easy. I don't know, man. I think anytime you can grab the Dodgers plus money, it's kind of tempting. Okay. Well, yeah. Now, uh, we'll see where this number this goes. We'll see where this number yeah. goes. But again, earlier today, Matt Besker, he made the case Trey Turner should be definitely getting more respect right now in the National League MVP market. And he made a good case, uh, reason why. In fact, if you want to go catch that interview or the interview with Adam Chernoff, you can go and uh, download and subscribe to the Follow the Money podcast wherever you get your podcast. Good stuff from Adam Chernoff earlier this hour. And a full, like, 30 minutes with Matt Vaskersian on everything in Major League Baseball. We will run down our in-pocket bets coming up next. And uh, this is why college football needs some tinkering. All coming up here on Follow the Money.
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. 
Take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're up. Time now, Paulie, for In Pocket Plays. Uh, yesterday's action. Orioles plus 140 got there against Kikuchi and the Blue Jays. Got to him early. Got to him nice. often. Yep. So I will take that uh, at plus 140. That was a winner. Uh, as for today's play, I'm going to go with the player prop. How about that? Major League Baseball, Edwin Cabrera, sneaky good for the Marlins. Take a chance here. Over 4.5 Ks, minus 105 is available right now. Uh, that's against the pod race. He's had 6 and 8 in his last two starts. Uh, pretty good, you know, uh, early returns here on this guy at the big league level. So that's what I have today. And then some pending stuff for futures. And if you missed all of this stuff, <clears throat> go back and listen to the podcast again today in uh, Track to the Future. Second hour of today's show available. Follow the Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we ran down everything that we have in the NFL. But I believe these numbers are still available or in that range anyway. I bet this is an alternate bet, though. It's available at William Hill. Saints over nine wins, plus 175. I think they get to 10 this year. Saints to win the NFC South. Now, this is dropping at several books, but plus 340 was still available as of late last night. NFL Coach of the Year, Kevin O'Connell, 18-1 to for the Vikings. High on this team this season. Vikings to win 10 or more games, plus 140. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm with Adam Chernoff. Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson, 20-1 to for me, Paulie, uh, this year okay. in the NFL. All right, excellent. Loser with the Phillies on the run line. They won the game, but gave up a home run in the bottom of the eighth. So they win, but uh, don't cover the run line 4-3. I will go with the Brewers. Uh, Yeah, I just think Woodruff at home and uh, taking money, too. A little bit of movement. I'll take the Brewers against the Dodgers. And Thursday, ESPN, week two preseason. Seattle four and a half against the Bears. I got Locke and Smith. Quarterback competition. Bears look dreadful at home in the first half against Kansas City. I'll lay the wood with Seattle and all the pending plays and stuff, everything we mentioned as well. Uh, we uh, okay. hit hit that Listen to Follow the Money podcast as well uh, and what we ran down track to the future. In Pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. I was surprised. I want to see what you think about this. I was watching the K-Rod, as I mentioned. I thought Alex Rodriguez was great on uh, the Tatis suspension. And yeah. It, 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 so Jeter came on, and they used to, when they played each other, they were friends, but they would stay at each other's place when they were playing each other in the cities. He was blown, he, I was blown away by this, so was A-Rod, because A-Rod loves baseball. Jeter didn't have the package. Like, like, Jeter never had the MLB package, wouldn't watch baseball. I guess when you have that many girls in the rotation and you're gallivanting around Manhattan, you don't have much time. But he, like, Jeter would play the game, and that was it. He'd go out, he'd get something to eat, he'd, 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 he'd like, like A Rod is like, I'm going to go home and watch baseball. What the package? Like he blew his mind that Jeter didn't have the MLB package because mm-hmm. you know you see all these guys like LeBron and all these guys NBA players like they watch the NBA. But Jeter's like, man, nah, I want nothing to do with it. I don't have the package. Why do I? Jeter's like, I watch, I play baseball. Why do I want to watch baseball? Well, I mean, honestly, if you put yourself <laughs> in his shoes, he was the king of New York for uh-huh. a long, long time. Uh, right, different life. Right? I don't blame the guy. Uh-huh. Do whatever you want. Yeah, and he's led one hell of a life. That's surprising. I was, I was intrigued. Oh yes, he has. But I found that interesting. Like, I play baseball. Why would I go home and watch baseball? I mean, his resume. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. It compares to Timberlake, DiCaprio. Yeah. It compares to any of them. That's too bad he denied the uh, the gift basket uh, oh. grab bag. 
after. That's too bad. I still, I still buy the story. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I, I still absolutely think it it's makes true. makes sense because a girl got pissed off because he gave it to her. He didn't recognize yeah. her or remember her for the first time. Here you go. They'll sign. Uh, I got the limo yeah, waiting for you. Little town move? car. Here's an autograph. Derek, really? Again? Come on. Let's come on. I card. Bam. Oh, I got a four. Son of a four. Dog. I can. I got the king. Oh, good. There we go. Wrong. I was uh, minus one fifty to beat you, according to Dan. I card. Well, it was a very popular segment here on the show. Okay, Dan so was good with that. Uh, to pay off the tease here, college football needs a little tinkering. This is just, it's, it's not a surprise, but when you actually see it in writing and then hear about it and discuss it, it really just kind of hits home. This tweet from uh, Sports Source Analytics, they went back and looked since 2001, the most preseason AP top five appearances, okay? So when you're looking at the AP top five, 25, which was released yesterday, Alabama 14, that, okay, none of this is really a surprise. Ohio State, 13. Oklahoma, 13. Sure. Georgia, Texas, each with eight. Clemson with seven. USC, same number. LSU, six. Florida State, five. Boy, that used to be every year a lock for a top five. Florida, four. Oregon, four. But the bottom is the kicker. Only 24 different college football teams have been in the top five since 2001. How is that possible only 24 teams in more than two decades have made a preseason top five poll. <laughs> that's that's disgusting. Yeah, and it's 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 also it's brand name bias and uh, you know going back to well I got, yeah. It's also yeah. I mean it's never going to change, right? I mean as long as Nick Saban's the head coach, this will never change. But he's in his what seventies now. Oh, I think well that's that's what it would take. Saban leaves and then Dabo leaves. That's that's for starters. That that could shake things up. Okay, and then but Georgia's going to remain the same. Yeah, they're they're not going to go bye bye yeah, anytime Georgia, soon. Georgia, Ohio State. Ohio yes. State. What's day? Forty years old. Yeah. Texas can't get out of their own way. We'll nope. see what Riley does at USC. They should be in that mix. But again, that right. Yeah, and then so based on this here, and then this is a tweet from Brett McMurphy, very good on college football. He says, if you're looking for your 2022 national champion. History says it's either Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, or Utah, because since 2004, every national champ was ranked among AP preseason polls top seven, except for Auburn in 2010 and Florida State in 2013. Top seven every year but two, going back to 2004. And I mean, I think Utah, there's a path for them to make the uh, playoff. But again, then, so they make the playoff. Then what, they're catching 13 against Ohio State? 16 against Alabama? I know. I hate to say it, uh, gloomy gusts. It used to be my favorite sport. And I it was to watch all the games. And But it's it's just so, you, you know, I'm confident we know three of the playoff teams before we even kick off. Very confident. And maybe Bama, four. Georgia, Ohio State. Yeah, maybe I four. mean, all these books have yes, no up. It's like Bama, Georgia against the field. Bama, Georgia, Ohio State against the field. We haven't even kicked off. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, and I mean, it's like that. This goes back five years now, minimum. I know. And that's when books and, and, started to get creative because yeah. they realized nobody else can win the title. And then we go to the playoff, and we can't get a damn game to be close in the semifinals. Yeah. It's always a blowout. I, I so, but I will tell you, so it's a crappy sport to bet in terms of uh, futures and who's going to win it. But, Paul, still on Saturdays, I mean, it's the best. right? And just having betting on the games on an individual basis and sitting back and enjoying it from, you know, well, noon yeah. Eastern, but out here, 9 o'clock in the morning until midnight. It's just, you can't beat yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, it, it's still fun and in the system, but it's just, you know, media and fan bases, too, it's just so tough to take about, well, you haven't beat anybody and all this. I mean, come on, what are yeah. we doing? 
Yeah. That's the great thing about the NFL. I mean, just look at this. Uh, any given Sunday, an upset's happened. Here it's like, oh, who'd you play? Who'd you beat? And it's like, there's chaos all the time. What are you talking about? It's unfortunate in terms of uh, you looking at the odds board right now. I can't, I, I, honestly, I can't make a case for anybody below Georgia. No. I wouldn't take Clemson 10-1. No, no way. I mean, that, that's the other thing. With Adam Kramer, as we, we talked to him last week on the, in the guide, the college football betting guide, top 10 games of the year, the first five are, two, every game's a two-touchdown spread. Yeah. And, and so think about that, though. And if any team below Clemson on that list gets in uh, from like Oklahoma and down, right? 40 to one and below. Okay, so again, what are they catching in the first semifinal game? And if they pull an upset, oh, there you go. There's 17 point dogs in the championship game. I'm just going to ride with my 40 to one ticket. It's not going to cash. They're not going to win. I can't. College basketball, you can make a case all the time for teams between 40 and, hell, 200 to 1. Dayton was going to be a one seed a couple years ago. I Matt know. Ewins had him 200 to 1. There you go, yeah. More b- bad news for Texas as well. Injuries, guys out for the year. Oh, I saw Tough that. injuries with Notre Dame. I mean, Brad Powers was strong on that. He's even, he, he thinks Ohio State buries Notre Dame. Yeah. Bury, and they should. Uh, what, what happened to the Irish here was some bad luck in a new, new quarterback situation. Yeah. You know, fingers crossed for Utah. Great coach, good program. I, I hope they can they be in the yeah. mix and can maybe win eleven games. That'd well, be that'd, be, fun. that'd be great if they could make and, the playoff. And, and we, but here's what we definitely need: going back to that tweet and everything. You need USC and Miami and Texas to turn it around, especially USC and Miami. Back when college, that's when it was really great. You went West Coast all over. Now, when Miami and and USC were top five yeah. programs, that's what we need. I'm fairly confident the the coaches are well. They will get the players at both those universities. Crystal Ball, I, he's not a very good coach on the field, but mm-hmm. he is one hell of a recruiter. Well, we've seen that already. And NIL is going to help both of those schools out immensely. Yep. And may, may, what's the list of uh, coaches to bring in more talent than Lincoln Riley? Yep. Maybe Saban and uh, Kirby Smart, may, maybe. But Lincoln Riley's right there with them. And with the portal and how that changes things, yeah, they got to pick too. it up for sure. All right. Uh, that'll do it for us today. Again, Get the podcast, subscribe, download, follow the money wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Take the VEASAN experts with you anytime, anywhere with our full lineup of sports betting podcasts. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcasts to listen to every show on Daily Best Bets with Follow the Money, The Lombardi Line, A Numbers Game, and My Guys in the Desert. Plus, get insights and analysis. Get insights and analysis. Get insights and analysis. Get insights. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.